Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The 11 to 1 Show. A master of puppets joins us and the takeover I didn't think I needed. It's all happening on today's 11 to 1. Let's find young cannibals. She drives me crazy. You can get in touch 086 1800 658, by the way, if you want to reach out about anything at all that's on your mind. And you're going to need that number because I'm going to do it. I'm going to start the weekend a smidge early this week, okay? And my reason for this is the kids are getting their Easter holidays. There's excitement, you know, and we have lovely TY students with us this week right so we've had nine talented TY students from schools around the area working with us this week they are in the process of finishing off their own radio show they're across from me in the studio doing another interview they're so busy they are so busy this week they've done a number of interviews they've tried their hand at doing our community diary I think they did fantastically at that they've been TikToking around the building as well and they have a surprise for us because it's not Fionn's Friday Floor Filler song. It's a TY takeover this week. Friday Floor Filler. On 11 to 1. Why not? Let's give them a a shot at kickstarting the weekend. I think it's a good idea. We're doing it even earlier. You know how we do it at this stage. We have a little boogie to a great song guaranteed to get you dancing after 12. And the TYs are here with all the details. Hi, Sinead. This week, it's TY Friday Floor Filler Takeover. As always, we've taken a song and reversed it. But here's a few clues to help. Released in 1999. Was a one-hit wonder for this artist, but can still be heard on the dance floors. So, Sinead, let's get down to this week's Friday Floor Filler. This week's Friday Floor Filler is text or WhatsApp us on 086 1800 658. Oh, fantastic, Fionn. That's it. You're going to be out of a job. The TYs did a phenomenal job. So do you think you know what our TYs have selected? We need the song. We need the name of the artist. We're going to play it in full after 12. Get guessing 86 658 Oh, imagine hearing that in three arena last night. Ed Sheeran, Celestial. He is the only guy that could play a 14,000 capacity venue and just approach it like it's just an intimate night. And that's exactly what he did last night. According to the reviews of his performance in Three Arena, he did tear up a little bit at uh, performing his new single, Eyes Closed, which of course was dedicated to his very close friend that passed away last year very suddenly. And uh, apart from the weepy moment, apparently it was just 
a phenomenal phenomenal gig last night and uh, I'm, yeah I'm jealous I'm jealous I'm never quick enough I'm never quick enough when Ticketmaster when there's you know you're trying to get tickets for stuff like this and that was I'd say a night to remember Ed Sheeran there with Celestian oh thanks be to God we have one Melissa and Kells she's in with our Friday floor filler I think a couple of people oh look at it's Friday we've got things in our mind it's been a, a crazy week I think we need to hear our Friday floor filler song in reverse again let's listen carefully now to it It's a great one. We're going to be bopping around the place to that after 12. What do you think it is? I need the artist, the name of the song. Ren 1999, it was released. Uh, what I'll, We'll have to go back to the TYs to get more clues from them as well. But it's like, it's an expression that you use when you're on the dance floor. You, you do something. Not quite cut a rug, but another expression like that. Now, that's a massive clue. Come on. 086 658 the 11 to 1 show. The excitement is building for our first guest because it's not every day that you have somebody in studio who can say that he worked on some of the most classic film and TV series. Things like Star Wars, Return of the Jedi, Jim Henson's The Dark Crystal, Doctor Who, so many more. We're going to meet him very, very shortly. But first, back to the music. Here's Hosier. Every day with someone new. We are going to meet someone new now in studio. I'm very excited. It's a man who's worked on some of the most classic film and TV series like Star Wars, Return of the Jedi, Jim Henson's Dark Crystal, Elephant Man, Doctor Who. I'm only scratching the surface here. He's a full body puppeteer and performer. He's in the Northeast for a very special mini con event that's happening on Sunday in Loud Village. He's also going to be making an appearance at another mini con event in Dublin. I'm ridiculously excited to introduce you, Sprite, the man that has made this film geeks uh, dream come true is also sitting beside him Dave Gearnan who is the organiser of these Minicon events you are so welcome thank you so much for joining me in studio yeah pleasure to be here great to have you Hugh where do I start I mean I'm geeking out the fact that you're in studio here it's great to it's great to meet you but uh, take me back to the start because you were a Navy man before any of this exciting glittering career in in film and TV yeah i at 16, I was sort of looking for adventure and I'd been a sea cadet for many years and I ended up being a midshipman in the Merchant Navy and happened to get on a ship at 16 and sail around the world and I got back at, I was 17 two months later so I actually got around the world at 16 but it wasn't there what I was looking for. It wasn't ready yet. So how does then you go from that, you know, very, very different life to this wonderful career in drama and, and yeah. film and everything? Well, I, I, I stayed in the Navy for about two and a half years. Then I, I came out and didn't know what I wanted to do. And then I, by accident, got involved with a, a drama group. And um, it was, they were doing Shakespeare and a friend of mine was taking part. And, I, and anyway, they asked me if I'd like to read a part. And I did. And they said, do you want to do it? And I said, Fine. And I really enjoyed that. Then they did another thing, a competition, a three-hander, and we won first prize. And the chap that um, organized that was directing these things, he said to me, have you ever thought about taking drama seriously? And I said, no. I said, I said how do I do that? He said, well, you have to go to drama college. And I said, well, how do I do that? He said, you have to audition. He said, I'll help you. And he did. And he prepared me. And I got into drama college. And where did you study? 
That was Cardiff College in Music and Drama. Okay. So when do you then, so you go to college, how many years was that or was it like a couple of years or how long did you spend there? No, in my first year, uh, we actually did movement classes and fencing and I, I really liked that. Um, and then a local ballet school rang up the college and said, would any boys be interested in being in a production? They don't have to dance, but we haven't had a boy in the school for many years. So I think three of us you know, went down and I think we were more interested in looking at the girls really than anything else um, but I got talking to the ballet mistress and I happened to mention that I liked the movement classes and, and, and she said would you like to come and do classes in the school now I'm 19 years old and this is in the 60s wow. to do ballet mm. for a man in those days was not you know what I mean yeah I don't know what possessed me but I went and bought the gear and I started so I'm actually like an original Billy Elliot yeah I went into these classes with these girls giggling at me falling about and um, and that was that was how I began uh, in the dance world. Amazing. So then, I mean, it's still a leap to go from okay, you have the movement and you have all that, and you're you're passionate about the movement classes, but it's still such a leap to go from the dance and the ballet to then puppetry and and all of this amazing stilt walking and, and all this sort of st- sort of stuff. So how did that weave its way in? Well, eventually, I I did go up to London and to a professional ballet school. And and did two years, and I, I came out and went to, I had my first job in Heidelberg in Germany, and I stayed in Germany for five or six years in, in Germany, Austria, Switzerland, and came back to England and joined Ballet Rombert. Um, did that for a couple of years, and then the Henson organization put an advertisement in the stage, which is the theatrical newspaper, of uh, looking for dancers, uh, gymnasts, uh, circus performers for a up-and-coming feature film. So I went for it. I thought, I'll, I'll audition for this. And and I got the audition, and, and I actually became the f- first assistant to the, the, the... We had a French mime artist called Jean-Pierre Amiel, and I was on pre-production, so I worked two years, and they basically were building costumes on me, and I'm developing the movement of this creature. They're creatures that didn't exist in reality, so how do they talk? How do they move? How do they sleep? How do they sneeze? How do they yawn? There was all a, a whole creative experience, um, and 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 stilt walking. I learned to stilt walk because they said we need something to carry the hero and the heroine across the landscape. So yes. I got somebody to teach me stilts, and it ended up being a three three meter high galloping. Uh, creature. Which we have an image, by the way, on our Facebook page. It's astounding to look at this where you were sort of half in the costume, half not. Yeah. Uh, uh, tell us what amazing movie this was that you were working on. Yes, and, and I, I share the story that that, that, that that costume really killed me. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> because it had a, a head and it was a radio-controlled head. Um, so we'd rehearse without it. Then they put the head right, heads on, we're going to do a take. And as the one one take they were just putting the head on and connected it up and i had a battery in, in inside the costume and suddenly this cost the smoke started to come out from inside the costume and this is a foam injection molding if that had ignited i what? certainly wouldn't be sitting here they'd never got me out oh i would goodness. have been barbecued oh my goodness <laughs> that was a bit frightening <laughs> that was a bit frightening you oh my goodness well on that bombshell we're gonna we're gonna take a, a really really quick break and come back but stay with us Hugh Sprite has so much more to discuss about his amazing career stay right there the 11 to 1 show. L-M-F-M. 
We are talking to Hugh Spite. He's the master of puppets, is the title I'm going to give you, Hugh. For the <laughs> He's a man that has a fantastic career. We've just been talking about the Dark Crystal, Jim Henson's The Dark Crystal, and the fact that you nearly uh, got barbecued in one of these uh, puppets. So so talk to me about, you know, the what what is it like being in these huge costumes and which which character are you? You mentioned the big monster on the stilts, but you're in are you another character in um in the Dark Crystal as well? Yes. Um I'm in the in the Skeksis costumes, there are two people. Um and I worked with Frank Oz in the Lord Chamberlain. The so, genius that yeah. is Frank Oz. And he, he, Amazing. He does the head and the left arm and I am the right arm. <laughs> Oh so, my god, uh, so, so we, cool. um so and I did also well one of the mystics, uh the Gotham, the big black beetles, we all we all did one of them, and then also um the Landstrider and um yeah, I think those are the main characters that I did. Amazing. And um yeah, it was it was it was a very exciting thing to be part of because it just broke new ground. Oh, it really? was completely broke new ground. But the Americans would come over. They couldn't believe what we were doing. Yeah. Oh, it's astounding. And that movie is still such a cult classic and such a beloved uh, favourite for, for, for people. It really is. Yeah. Uh, so as well as that, you're on the set of Dark Crystal and you get wind that there's this other like small production happening next door. <laughs> This was being filmed at Elstree Studios and George Lucas built the biggest indoor stage in Europe for the hangar shots at Elstree Studios. And there were all the Ewok stuff, all the forest, all that was... They were building it as we were just finishing uh, shooting The Dark Crystal. And they came over and said, would any of you like to come over and work on Star Wars? And we went, yeah, all right then. <laughs> it, 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 because it really was just another job. Yes. And we've just spent months of this, what we're doing. So And... and you know the the generational fan base. All that had had not happened. Yeah. We just sort of knew about oh, Star Wars and, and and the Empire Strikes Back had been done this and, and Jedi's the third one, but it hadn't got that kudos at all. So anyway, we just did it. A couple of us went over and 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 just we yeah, put this guy. And they say, how did you end up being the Gamorrean card? And I said, only because I fitted the costume. <laughs> yes, because you, again, in this, you're a couple of different uh, characters. You're this guard. You get to not only touch Harrison Ford, but lead him to a dungeon, which I think is a fantasy a lot of people might have here. You know what I mean? Well, I, yes, I was holding him and then we had to sort of like beat him up. So I dine out on the fact that I had a fight with Harrison Ford and won. <laughs> That's very, very cool. <laughs> and what was he like? Like, was he very serious? Was he having the crack with you between takes? What was that he, like? No, he, he didn't do crack. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, he was a very, very serious guy and he told you what he was going to do. And he went for it. And, and what people don't realise, the hands of the Gamorrean guard, they're actually not hands in a glove. They're actually an extended hand like this. So you had you had very little really positive grip. Okay. And he went for it. And one of the Gamorrean guards fell down the stairs and he was a dancer like me. And he said, right, I'm not doing that. I'm not risking I'm not risking my career. To, you know, <laughs> so somebody else had to come in and do it. Um, but he, he, he was quite he told us what he was what he was going to do. Never okay. spoke to George Lucas. He told us what he was going to do. And he, what, what, he, what we were going to do. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yes, okay. Mr. Ford. Yes, Mr. Ford, absolutely. And I mean, because at this stage, you know, he is he is quite a big star, you know, in, in Star Wars, obviously, as well. Um, but, you know, in terms of what you were talking about there, you know, it was just another job. Then we see now, all of these years later, how much Star Wars is still kind of exploding. It's so, so popular. You've got the new trilogy. You've got the Mandalorian series. I mean, what has that been like for you? Because... 
let's just say you I think you know the person that was doing the auto uh, you know the credits at the end of the movies they, they owe you a lot tell them tell them what happened well for some reason when um, we saw the first uh, showing of the film and, and at the end when the credits go up you know disappearing into space and you're waiting for your name to come up and it says puppeteers and it said Hugh Spirit <gasps> and I went oh alright you know there we go um, so it didn't bother me that much, but then um, and uh, two years, three years later, I went to Germany. Um, still, I was still dancing, but I was actually then doing musicals, and I'd been in Cats and other things, and I was offered a lead role in a musical in Hamburg. That's why I went, and and I ended up staying fifteen years because I was bilingual because of my dancing career in yes. Germany already. I was bilingual German, and Hamburg is a massive media city, and I ended up doing working for all the sound studios, dubbing studios and, and advertising agencies um, as a performer and, and also, you know, with voice work. Um, and, yeah, 15 years later, I came back to England and I'd been back four years and I had received a letter from someone who um, uh, told me that the, uh, he'd found out what my real name was. He was speaking to someone. He said, who's this Hugh Spirit? Nobody can find him. He said, no, his, new, his name's Hugh Spite. And he traced me through the electoral roll and wrote to me and asked if he could meet me. And he wasn't just a fan. He was a real authority. And he said, do you know people all over the world are looking for you? I said, what are you talking about? Anyway, I met him and that changed my life. Amazing. And this is kind of where everything kind of came about in terms of the career going forward after that. And I mean, you know, in terms of, um, you know, just to kind of bring out another amazing series, obviously you got the Doctor Who and you play the Black Dalek uh, in, in Remembers of the Daleks. Uh, so talk, talk me through the process. How exactly does one operate a Dalek? Uh, with difficulty. Um, <laughs> I was so disappointed because I'd been working on a, a, um, a, fil- a, a series called Tripods for the BBC. And they said, look, we're going to do a, a new thing of, of uh, with uh, the Daleks. Would, would you be you know, interested in it? Uh, I said, OK, I'll do it. Uh, and I thought, this is going to be really exciting. And then well, I got into a Dalek and it was literally pick up your Dalek and walk. You know oh. what I mean? I try to walk. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was it was pathetic and then not only that you had to move your plunger and move this and do that you know? it was it was uh, it was not sophisticated at all I, I could imagine like I mean we think of it as being like such a glamorous job you know this amazing puppeteer that gets to do all this stuff and then he was like literally sweating in this thing trying to operate it absolutely I have to bring Dave in he's been sitting beside you there so patiently Dave first of all Thank you so much for bringing Hugh in. Uh, tell me, how did you meet Hugh or how did the, the connection come about between the two of you? Um, the, the last time I was on with you, I think it was 2019 in the winter and I was organising an event in Ratout, in the venue in Ratout. Um, it was a similar event where we were focusing on another professional from Star Wars and aliens and stuff called Trevor Butterfield. So it was a, it's, it's an interest of mine to, to bring these guests over and talk to him like obviously what what Hugh's talking about at the minute is very interesting for a lot of people, and there is like like Hugh says there's a huge fan base now around the world who want to know who he is and want to hear him. So I met him in Croydon last year, and he said to me he'd love to come to Ireland, um, and I said I'd love to bring you to Ireland. So that's how that happened. But uh, yeah, our, our last event was focusing. It was it was mainly a talk. This time we've sort of evolved into mini cons. So obviously. Comic Con is a huge thing yeah. worldwide at the minute, and I said, "Listen, maybe there's a need for events like this out outside Dublin, outside the cities." So this weekend is really a 
tester to see what would be the difference between running one in Loud in a rural location, which is where I'm from, and in Dublin city centre, which obviously is accessible for well, I, I think it's fantastic because like you say, not everyone gets to, to go to Dublin or go to these, these big events. So you're having a mini con on Sunday in Louth Village uh, yes. and also you're going to have another event in Dublin as well. Yeah, we have one in Dublin on Saturday, which is tomorrow at the Well, which is right on Stephen's Green. So you couldn't get any more central. And I wanted to see, it was like an experiment to see, is there a need for these events outside the capital? And at the minute, the ticket sales for Loud have been way more than the Dublin one. It's been amazing. Fantastic. Like, but people seem to be willing to travel. We've been selling tickets in Donegal, Belfast. and you know, it's... Uh, it's you really see, the, the fans will come when you have a, a fantastic guest. And how can people get tickets? Are they still available? Um, tickets are still available. Uh, you can get them on eventbrite.ie. Just search Minicon and put a Dublin at the end or Loud at the end uh, for whichever one you'd like to go to. And you get all the details. I'd say yes. you have been talking the ear off you because you're such, you're like like ourselves, you're you're, you're geeking out about this stuff as yeah, well. in fact, uh, we, we mentioned Star Wars once yesterday, so we had a, a very interesting chat yesterday in Duende restaurant. Oh, I love uh, there, yeah. It's lovely. there as well. Um, but yeah, we, we get to talk about, about Star Wars and Dark Crystal and Doctor Who much more over the weekend. Um, we will be doing a talk at the event, so maybe an hour uh, where I'll be chatting to Hugh, similar to what's going on here, but maybe with a bit more detail for everybody who's interested. Everybody will get to meet Hugh and have a chat. Um, we have artists and vintage toy traders, Pokemon traders. We've got got a bit of everything going on in both venues, so in Dublin and in Loud. Pretty, well, pretty similar, so. I, I think it's a fantastic idea I really do and I think making it more accessible to, to people in this area is, is a great idea just to, just to bring you back in uh, Hugh because I have to ask you this as a film fan did you steal anything from any of the sets it's alright like, look, look, just, just tell me Hugh you know I think that's more than your life's worth to do something like that in the film set um, I, I get asked that very often you know have you got any, anything from the film and uh, the only thing that I do have is that's valuable is that I actually have the original crew shirt. You know, wow. we, were, we were given yeah. sweatshirts on the set and blazoned across the front is Revenge of the Jedi. Brilliant. Which was the original title. Yes, yes. And and, and I, I I was using it to paint, to do painting. Oh, God, you. <laughs> and suddenly somebody to said paint. to me, do you know, that, that actually could be worth quite a lot of money. <laughs> so so I, now I have to say, well, that's paint off the set because it was still a bit wet. Oh, oh very yes, clever, yes, Hugh. Authentic, oh, he authenticity. Trick, does he, Dave? No, no. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, now, in terms of, you know, like, you know, pu- puppetry and, you know, animatronics and all that, obviously with the arrival of, you know, the technology that we have now and CGI, this is, you know, petering out. It is being used a little bit, but it is, you know, we, technology, we're saturated by it. This is what's happening. How important do you think it is to keep the artistry of the likes of what you've been doing all your career? Yeah, that was uh, a, a tremendous uh, influence you know, when uh, Lucasfilm decided to you know, revamp Return of the Jedi in you know, a way. Jabber is actually walking along and moving with them. And, I mean, you, you can understand from a director's point of view, suddenly there was nothing a director couldn't do. I mean, it's obviously that they'd be wanting to redo something that is, I would have liked to have that, now I can do it. So that's understandable. But I think there is a swing back to the three-dimensional creativity um, that, you know, full-body full preparatory uh, gives. And, and uh, um, yeah, I, I, I think we'll have a, end up with a mix, a balance. 
Yeah, I think that's the best way. I think like because I would. I, course, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would hate for it to, to just be lost completely. Hugh, it's been just such a pleasure having you in studio. Thank you so much for taking the time out to chat My to us and uh, enjoy your time here in the in the, in the northeast. And uh, no doubt, a lot of fans very very eager to chat to you. And Dave, thank you so so much for for sending Hugh our way. No problem. I forgot to say as well that uh, cosplay is obviously a big part of the oh, event. Oh yeah. So. Everybody of all ages should come uh, dressed up as their favourite film characters because, look, it's a fun event, fun family event. All ages should enjoy it. And uh, people my age can let their hair down. Oh, that's really what it is, Dave. Get the yeah. Halloween costumes out and <laughs> have a bit of crack. That's all about. <laughs> Absolutely. That is what it's all about. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so, so much for, for chatting with me today. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. You can get all the details of those events. The one is happening in Stephen's Green tomorrow, Saturday. The other one in Laid Village is happening Sunday at 1pm. All of the details are on Eventbrite. The 11 to 1 show. Oh, such a nice man, Hugh Spice. What a what a legend. What a legend. Do check him out if you're in the area at Loud Village on Sunday at 1pm. Now we are going back in time. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 on this day, 2021, US President Joe Biden overturns Trump's restrictions on transgender people serving in the armed forces. Today is International Transgender Day of Visibility as well. Uh, Rachel Crandall, the head of Transgender Mission, is one of the people who asked why there isn't a holiday that celebrates who they are. So this is what it's all about. International Transgender Day of Visibility. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. days like this. want to remind people uh, across the northeast we are being encouraged to take part in a clean-up day for the River Boyne. It's happening tomorrow. So the Boyne Rivers Trust have joined forces with community and voluntary groups across Meath and Louth to organise the event to maintain one of the country's most famous waterways. So volunteers are meeting at six locations across the Boyne catchment including Mornington, Oldbridge, Slane, Navin and Trim. The clean-up is taking place from 11am to 1 and a clean-up in Drogheda will also take place from 2 to 4. It's been organised as I say by Boyne Rivers Trust in collaboration with Trim and Drada Tidy Towns, Wild About Navin, the Gaelic Woodland Project, Sinatra and Councillor Elaine McGinty as well. And uh, they're missing me- meeting across these locations. So you can sign up in uh, advance. Um, there's all the details on their Facebook page and websites as well. Uh, so you can do that and uh, just or just, you know, volunteer on the day. You know, as I say, 11am to 1 in those locations around Meath and 2 to 4 in Drogheda. We are getting a few trickling in for our Friday Floor Filler song. Do you need me to play a little snippet of it again in reverse? Here it is. Yes, it's our TY Takeover. Can you guess their Friday floor filler song from the snippet 086-1800-658? We're going to be playing it in its entirety. Kickstarting the weekend after 12. The 11 to 1 show. Our TY Work Experience students get down in our Friday floor filler takeover. That's coming your way very shortly. 
Adele rolling in the deep on LMFM's 11 to 1. Just want to remind people that the cottage market is happening in Drogheda. It's back in Scotch Hall tomorrow from 10am to 5pm. All local crafters, food producers, you name it, they have it under one roof and uh, it's always a great success. So if you want to pop along, it's on tomorrow in Scotch Hall. Also over the Easter break, the Highlands Gallery are running children's workshops, Easter clay sessions, uh, it's called. You can find all the details, by the way, um, on highlands.ie, their website there. You'll find where to book and also they have it on their social media as well. Uh, They're on Instagram, Facebook, the whole lot. So if you're looking for something to do with the kids over the Easter, there's a couple of ideas for you. Now, if you missed it a little bit later on, our TY students have taken over the Friday floor filler. This is what happened a little bit earlier on. Hi Sinead This week it's TY Friday Floor Filler Takeover As always we've taken a song and reversed it But here's a few clues to help Released in 1999 Was a one hit wonder for this artist But can still be heard on the dance floors So Sinead let's get down to this week's Friday Floor Filler This week's Friday Floor Filler is text or WhatsApp us on 086-1800-658. Oh, fantastic. And I mean, they gave so many clues. Stephen Andrada has it. Who else has it? Melissa and Kells has it. Who else has it on 086-1800-658? Joanne and Dundalk? No, it's you've, you've got a bit of it, but the artist is wrong. Uh, Alva Goulding in Dublin has it. Um, it's definitely not the Benga Boys. We like to party either. Okay, so come on. Last chance. What do you think it is? They've literally told you the title in their clue as well. 086-1800-658. That's coming your way very, very shortly. First, it's time to check in with the world of celebrity. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. Keen to Crow is supporting Ed Sheeran on his arena tour. Keen's been talking about working alongside Ed. And then, I don't know, there's like a, something fun about the like having to win people over as well. Or like, I think there's a big mix because I have a lot of people telling me, you know, that they're coming to the shows to see me as well, which is great. So I know there's people there. Could be five or it could be 5,000. I don't know. But like, I think that's like really cool. And then what? there's always, I think most of the room know the, the my two biggest songs, which is really cool. But there is also that kind of like factor of, I think people who know the songs but didn't maybe necessarily know or make the affiliation or association with me or even necessarily like pay attention to the poster of who's supporting you know so some people are like I didn't even know like that you were going to be playing There's rumours Dua Lipa is starring in a movie She was spotted filming scenes in Camden Market this week in London Siobhan McSweeney has been talking about working on Derry Girls she revealed the person who made her laugh on set. It was very hard to keep a straight face, especially with Tommy, Tommy Tiernan. Oh, yeah. Tommy Tiernan was on set, yeah, yeah done. Because he's such a giggler himself. So he'd look at you and then the eyes, please, please don't, and he'd be off. And once he's off, everybody's... And he's oh, a wonderful brilliant. guest and has the untitled as well, by the way. <laughs> That's The Buzz. I'm Crossy. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Oh, let's start the weekend, shall we? Friday Floor Filler on 11 to 1. I have loved our TY takeover this week on the Friday Floor Filler song. A few more trickling in, getting it. Rachel has it now. Wayne has it. Mark has it. Karen has it as well. 
Uh, Celine has it and Louise has it. Oh, TY's, you better just put them out of their misery. What was our Friday floor filler song? This week's TY Friday floor filler was Paul, Paul Johnson. Johnson. Get, 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 get down. down. Here it is. There you go, Paul Johnson. Get, get down was our Friday floor filler song. There was a couple of people that were a little confused by the floor filler this week. It was a bit of a tricky one, but I am delighted that the TY students took over and uh, they did a fantastic job. And the best of luck to them as they go off now, hopefully... They are going to be the future generation on radio. They have had a brilliant week and they've been a fantastic help around the place here. And uh, it was great to have them. It really was. Now, uh, we are going to get get down to the cinema now because Niall O'Brien is back with us talking movies next. LMFM's Real Reviews, sponsored by Omniplex Cinemas. Enjoy a ticket to every movie with My OmniPass. For more information, log on to omniplex.ie forward slash join and enjoy the greatest blockbusters all the time at Omniplex, Deluxe Strahada, Dundalk and Balbriggan. Yes, it's Friday. We're talking movies and Niall O'Brien is on the line. How are you getting on, Niall? I'm stressed. Can you hear me? Can, I can you hear me? I can hear you. Don't worry, you're a bit <laughs> stressed. Okay. We had a little technical glitch, but it's okay. You're coming yeah. in loud and clear. Take a deep breath with good, me now. Come good. on. Let's deep yeah. de-stress. Yeah, de-stress, de-stress. Yeah, we're all good. Fantastic all good. interview with you, with you, Spice, earlier on. I, like, what a legend. What a legend. I know you'd so enjoy that. Amazing yeah. films, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why and he's, he invite me in to talk to him? Oh, sorry. I know. I just wanted to keep you all for myself. I'm a bit greedy that way. <laughs> but he, he's very, very nice man. You could meet him in Louth Village on Sunday and chat away yeah. to your heart's content there. Yeah, at the, at the mini-con. Uh, but getting down to ourselves and it is time, as always, for our competition in association with Omniplex. That's right, our regular segment, Who's That Talking Now? Identify the voice of the mystery actor or filmmaker and we will give you a pair of tickets to the Omniplex Cinema for the film of your choice. It's always somebody with some connection to the one of the films or shows that we're talking about today. Yes, and uh, they have venues, by the way, in uh, Omniplex Deluxe Venue in, in Drogheda, Omniplex Dundalk and Omniplex Balbrig. And there are some fantastic movies out right now. The best way to see them is on the big screen and full show times and details are on omniplex.ie. I did have a little sneaky listen as you were you having did. your panic attack with the technical okay. difficulties. So. Uh, 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 <laughs> Sinead, uh, I, I think it's quite easy uh, today. It is, it is. And I love that little clue that you've just given everyone. OK, so who is this talking now, please? Answers to 86 658 Well, I mean, we all love a baddie. You know, not just actors, but audiences like baddies. Girls like baddies. <laughs> he's normally the romantic kind of fumbling guy, but he's a, he likes being a baddie as well. Well, you know, he has. He has yeah. aged into being a baddie, I think. Yeah. I think he's doing some of his best work now as being baddies. Yes. Certainly uh, against a certain bear, which we won't name. <laughs> <laughs> Plus he had a bit of a, you know, real life kind of, you know, I don't know if it was that much of an issue, but people were making a big issue of it on the red carpet recently at the Oscars. Who are we talking about? Come on, we're giving it away this week. 86 658 So getting down to this now, I thought this was a board game and that's about the height of what I know about this uh, <laughs> movie. Well, it's, it's not a it's not a board game it's a role playing game okay and sorry I know okay. there's there's going to be a lot of listeners who are going to be very annoyed that you called it a board sorry. game so this is Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves okay so 2017 saw more players of the role playing game Dungeons and Dragons than any other year in its entire existence and I don't know if that was to do with kind of coming up to 
pandemic or whatever, but it's it's becoming huge again. And based on that, Hasbro, who own the license and the rights, they've gone and spent $150 million on this film, this new franchise starring film starring Chris Pine, Hugh Grant, or oh, oh, Hugh Grant, Michelle Rodriguez, and Reggae John Page, <laughs> among many, many others. So we are essentially in fantasy land here. And we've been there before. You know, if you've seen a Lord of the Rings or a Hobbit or a Game of Thrones, you know exactly where you are, okay? But the directors of this movie, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, they're the, the two directors behind Game Night, which is a very, oh, very funny brilliant. film, if you've not yeah. seen it. And they wrote Horrible Bosses, and they right. had a hand in writing Spider-Man Homecoming as well. And what we get here is we get a bit of pop, we get a bit of levity, we get a bit of Guardians of the Galaxy-style mm. kind of fun to this, okay? And apart from getting these writers, directors involved. Um, they have Chris Pine, as we say, you know, as I say, he plays Edgin, okay? Mm-hmm. Names in this now are a little bit, you're going to have to forgive me because I can't remember and they're all a bit weird. Yeah, Edgin, <laughs> well, it's, it's a fantasy realm world. I, you know, we can is. forgive that, yeah. Yeah. So he is a charming thief and together with his partner in crime, Holga, played by Michelle Rodriguez, and a motley band of adventurers, they have to... They, they're forced into an elaborate plan to defeat Hugh Grant. Don't worry, don't power worry. Hungry, okay. <laughs> power hungry con artist who was once their partner in crime and, and an also, also an evil red wizard. So we have a little clip here. Yeah. I'll give you some idea of the tone of the movie. Okay, here it is. Once the dead man is revived, we can ask him five questions, at which point he will die again, mm-hmm. never to be re-revived. Were you killed in the Battle of the Everhorse? Yes. Four more questions, right? Yes. No, 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 that, w- that wasn't for you. Did that count as a question? Yes. Damn it. Only answer when I talk to you, okay? Yes. Why did you say okay at the end of that? I didn't. Fantastic. Where's the shovel? <laughs> okay, I'm on board. I really thought that this wouldn't be for me. I thought it was, you know, it, it was kind of for people, like you say, that were into the, the game, the role-playing game, not the board game. Uh, but yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm on board. It seems like a lot of fun. Plus, I think as well, it, didn't Stranger Things have a big hand as well in um, sort of maybe well, reviving of course, this? in yeah. revitalising, yeah, the, the Dungeons and Dragons, all right, yeah. And it is great fun. And I'll be honest with you, I'm a massive nerd, as you know. Well, yeah. But I am, I'm not a huge role player, do you know, and I'm not... Oh. And you were an actor as well. I mean, I would have thought that that would be right up your alley now. Well, well, you, well I don't know. It, just, it, it takes a lot of organisation okay. and it takes somebody to Effort. kind of make, make the world and all that. Yeah. And I'm very lazy as well. That's the other thing. Um, <laughs> but, so I went into this with very low expectations, right? But as you can hear there, it's got humour. It's got fantastic eye-popping set pieces. Michelle Rodriguez who is an actor I'm very fond of. Her fight scenes, she plays a kind of a barbarian, like, and they're truly remarkable. And there's one fantastic one-shot sequence that showcases just how clever this film is. But it's the charm and the affable nature uh, and the sheer charisma oozing off of the cast, Chris Pine and Hugh Grant particularly. Um, it is such fun. I really went into this with low expectations. It's a swashbuckler. It's a slice of fantasy. It leans into that without alienating the people who don't know anything about yeah. fantasy or Dungeons and Dragons. I think it's better. I would, I would say it's easily better than the Hobbit movies. Oh, 
That's if, a bu- yeah. Oh, God. Okay, hang on now. You're throwing out. That's a big one to throw out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I had such fun watching it. It's only March, and there's nine more months now of new movies to come out, but I can safely say this is the one that was the biggest surprise to me. Okay. Because, like I say, I went in kind of with lukewarm expectations, and I walked out with such a big smile on my face. Okay, it's so this is getting a thumbs fun. up. And is this now for all the family? Is this kind of one that we can bring oh, the kids to over Easter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, like, it, it, it is maybe for, I don't know, there's some there's some scary bits. There's dragons and there's yeah. kind of undead zombie things and things like that. But you know what I mean? Okay, so, so. If, if parents be advised about that. But it is it is a kind of a good all-rounder. Okay, so Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, getting the big thumbs up. This is going to be the next big franchise that's going to maybe overtake Marvel, I'm going to say. Well, I don't think anything will ever take But <laughs> I think that what they've done is they've learned from Marvel yes. and they've, they've made the right choices with this film. Okay, fantastic. Now, I haven't seen the first one and I know you reviewed this ages ago. It's, it's still there on my watch list. Uh, but this is Murder Mystery 2 with Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler. Yeah, well, maybe this could be a double bill for the yeah, weekend for you. One, yeah. Okay, so this is, as you say, this is the sequel to 2019's Murder Mystery. We saw New York cop Nick, played by Adam Sandler, and his hairdresser wife Audrey uh, on a European vacation. And they're caught up in a murder investigation on a billionaire's yacht. And any time I go on a billionaire's yacht, I get caught up. Yeah, that's what happens, you know. (laughs) But they discovered that they have not only a flair for detection, but it kind of reignites their stale marriage as well. And this is a follow up. So Nick and Audrey have now launched their own private detective agency. Um, Now they're doing kind of low stakes stuff yeah. you know what I mean uh, so uh, it's not very exciting but they are then invited to an extravagant destination wedding to celebrate their friend the Maharaja Vikram who was a character in the first film he's getting married to his new Parisian fiance, uh, played by Melanie Laurent so we have a little clip here <laughs> of when they arrive on the tropical island for this fantastic wedding here it is Murder Mystery 2 Thank you. I'm going to cry. Do we die? Are we in heaven right now? What the? Nick and Audrey! Hey! My man! The heroes of Lake Como! And my sister! And my brother! From another mother trucking mother! Oh my god! 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 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Audrey, it is such a pleasure to meet you. You are even more beautiful than Fikram described. Oh. Oh. Four. I thought it was two. <laughs> then Nick, yeah. I've been wanting to meet you. Four. All right. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. Okay. <laughs> what happened? Come on, stop. Don't cut it out. I mean, that's how we greet each other anytime we see each other. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, does Adam Sandler have incriminating photos of somebody who works for Netflix? Because he makes these movies and just goes to these fantastic locations. So they're on a tropical island there and they also go to Paris in the latter half of the movie. And it's just like, it just it seems like he's having a great time and yeah. it, him and Jennifer Aniston are just hanging out and, and having a great time. But, okay, so they're there for the wedding. But have you ever seen a Coronation Street wedding? Oh, yeah. Lots of drama. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it never ends well, does it? No. So this wedding ends with a murder, a kidnap, and then Nick and Audrey have to go on an adventure that, as I say, takes them to Paris. On the scale of detectives, okay, 
They are somewhere between Inspector Clasicuso and Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd from Moonlighting, okay? <laughs> they are not the most competent detectors. detectives. But, um, and the mysteries, in a world where we have Noise Out yeah. and a Glass Onion, the mysteries aren't, I love a murder mystery, they're not that tangled. I, I would like them to be a bit more tangled, you know what I mean? Yeah. But what it has going for it is the interplay of Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. They have great chemistry. Their charm is enough to carry this film, the two of them, you know. I love Adam Sandler in his more meaty roles, if you like. Mm. Uncut Gems and uh, Hustle was great. Uh, but look, if he wants to do, if he does all of these films where he could go to exotic locations for a holiday and then does a really, really good meaty movie, then I'm happy. Okay, so this look at it, as you say, I could do a double feature at the weekend, Murder Mystery and then Murder Mystery 2 uh, out now on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah. That's right, yeah. And it is a perfect weekend movie, I think. Perfect. Okay, so getting to our movies for the weekend on television, uh, T.G. Cahir tonight, 9.30. That's right, the Cheyenne Social Club. I'm doing my Sean Connery there. Oh, yeah. From 1970. (laughs) Uh, We talked about it before. It's come up before. It's a comedy western directed by Gene Kelly, of all people. And it stars two stalwarts of the western genre, James Stewart and uh, Henry Fonda. Uh, James Stewart's character is surprised to learn that someone has uh, left him uh, a business in Cheyenne and then discovers that it's a house of ill repute. It's quite, it's fun. It's a fun one. It's a good fun one. Uh, Then Saturday night at nine, uh, a comic book movie, surprise, surprise, has popped up here in your recommendations. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this is on Orgy 2 at nine o'clock and uh, the sequel is in the cinemas at the moment. Shazam 2 Fury of the Gods is in the cinemas at the moment. This is Shazam, the original one from 2019. Uh, it's a great, I really enjoyed this film when it came out. Uh, 14-year-old Billy Batson, he's bestowed with the powers of the gods, becomes a superhero when he shouts Shazam. He's transformed into an adult, but he's still a kid at heart. It is really good fun. And uh, Sunday night, a great one uh, to, for people if they haven't caught it already. It's on Channel 4, a bit late, but I think it's worth staying up for. It is late, but I wanted to put it in there. Bridge of Spies, directed by, I don't, I, what's his name? Spiel? Spiel? Oh, Spiel something Spiel or other, yeah. I never yeah. heard of him. He'll never amount to much. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is based on a, on a true event. Uh, Tom Hanks plays James Donovan, who's tasked to defend an alleged KGB spy, Rudolf Abel, uh, in the US courts. And then he has to travel to East Germany and negotiate the exchange of Rudolf Abel with a captured US pilot. It's a great film. It's it is it's it's fantastic. Yeah, no, I'd highly recommend it as well. I remember seeing it in the cinema when it came out. Okay, so let them know, but they're all getting it anyway. Who is our mystery voice this week? Well, uh uh I is it is it raining, Sinead? Is it raining? I hadn't I noticed. Didn't I hadn't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> it was of course Hugh Grant Hugh Grant uh, thank you so much Niall as always for Jam Packed Real Reviews we'll chat to you next week talk to you next week bye The 11 to 1 show with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt choose from our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt the best in motoring here for you 
Signature Furniture Superstore, Dramiskan Castle, Bellingham. Our monthly specials include 1.5 meter slide rope, was 999, now only 599, including free delivery and installation. Come down and see our monthly specials and lots more at Signature Furniture Superstore, Dramiskan Castle, Bellingham. A91HE92. Find Signature Furniture on Facebook and TikTok. Platinum Events presents the ELO Experience. A tribute to Jeff Lynne's Electric Light Orchestra comes to the Crescent Concert Hall, Drogheda, on Saturday, April 15th. Tickets €25 from ticketshop.ie. That's the ELO Experience. A tribute to Jeff Lynne's Electric Light Orchestra. The Crescent Concert Hall, Drogheda, on Saturday, April 15th. Doors at 8pm. If you've been feeling depressed, if things are getting you down, a Where's Life Skills programme can help you navigate everyday life. Life Skills is a free six-week course delivered in 90-minute sessions that will teach you the skills you need to better cope with the challenges in your life. Life Skills is available online or in locations across the country. The programme starts soon and registration is now open. Sign up today at aware.ie. Summerhill GFC Monster Bonus Bingo this Sunday the 2nd of April at 2pm at Summerhill GA Pitch. Bonus prizes, extra money available to be won on each game with a raffle on the day. Full panels, €200 and a prize fund of up to €5,000, including a €1,000 jackpot. Come early to Summerhill GFC Monster Bonus Bingo to be sure of parking. Confirmations at Navin Racecourse, Saturday, April 22nd. Are you celebrating a confirmation this year? Then Navin Racecourse is the venue for you to celebrate your little one's special day with a day at the races. Confirmation packages start from €45 per adult and the celebrating child eats free. Includes a four-course meal, reserved table for the day and a race card. For more information and bookings, visit navinracecourse.ie. This coffee is incredible. It tastes like, like, really, really nice coffee. It keeps you on your toes, puts a pep in your step, wakes you up before you go-go. Enjoy the pick-me-up you're looking for with a fresh cup of Rosa coffee from your local Maxall. The 11 to 1 show. With Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kings Court. Choose from our huge selection of used Mercedes Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kings Court. The best in motoring here for you. Want to say a big happy birthday today to Katie Clark. She's from Sleeve Brack in RD. Hope you're having a fantastic birthday today, Katie. We're going to play Hadaway just for you. What is love? Shout out to Sandra, who's in Dundalk, loving the tunes this Friday. You are so welcome. Hadaway, what is love? We've got Lewis Capaldi on the way for you very, very shortly as well. But first, it's time for this. LMFM Job Search. With thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on LMFM.ie. Modern Fashion Dundalk requires a part-time retail assistant to apply. Please send your CV to info at modernfashions.ie. Clonmore, an intellectual disability service, requires carers in the Meath area. Please apply with your CV to info at clonmore.ie. That's C-L-A-N-N-M-O-R.ie. And you can phone them up as well. 086-603-6322. The Crow's Nest and Dundalk require experienced bar staff. Excellent terms and conditions provided. You can send your email to email your CV to pj-martin at hotmail.com. 
And the Ark Arena Navin requires a duty manager. They'll be responsible for the efficient day-to-day running of Navin's number one cinema. Send your CV by email to ian at arkcinema.ie. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. Lewis Capaldi with Forget Me. I don't think anyone's going to forget the mix-up that happened for poor Lewis Capaldi uh, with his hilarious billboard uh, that was not supposed to happen. I don't think it was supposed to happen, but essentially he has a new documentary coming out on Netflix and the billboard for the documentary featured a throwback photo, not of him, but of politician Liz Truss instead of him. It was from a political conference or something that she um, attended back in 1994 and of course, Lewis seems to be up for the crack. So he took to Twitter to share pictures of the billboard saying, you know, who's in charge of this? Somebody needs to be fired. And uh, then Netflix, quick to respond, said, ah, look at I've had a good run. I've had a good run of things. So a bit of back and forth there. But that documentary... How I'm feeling now. It is going to be on Netflix. It's actually on Netflix right now. Here's a little teaser of the trailer for you. Please welcome to the stage. No, the day, please. Louis Cavalli. Me. Hello, Number one. And America. I was getting kind of used to being so Is it all worth it, making you feel like this? So here's to my beautiful life. I think I've never been more insecure in my life than I am now. And I think that's got worse than more successful I've got. No sense of self. Yeah, like, your whole life for your first album, and then a year or six months for your second. Can we hear anything? So there's that tension all the time. The clock's ticking. Hard being, you know, at the top of celebrity and stardom and all the rest. I think that's going to give us a real insight into that. He is, oh look, he's just so down to earth, isn't he, Lewis Capaldi? Uh, so if you're a fan of him and his music, that documentary is on Netflix now. The 11 to 1 show. Want to give a shout out to Trim Men's Sheds. I caught this on uh, the Mead Chronicle actually uh, website about this, but they presented a brand new picnic bench to the Boyne Valley Activities uh, Centre on St. Patrick's Day. What happened was uh, there was mindless vandals over Christmas uh, that um, really made an absolute... Oh, I want to say, you know what I want to say. Anyway, they vandalised this uh, bench that was outside the Boyne Valley activities and uh, the Trim Men's Shed decided to take it upon themselves and uh, built, they built a brand new one to replace the damaged one. And uh, it is now uh, sitting back, pride of place at the bike rack. And this is why groups like this are so important in the community because they not only are a fantastic outlet for the men but to put their amazing craft and skills to good use but they're giving back to their community in this way so just wanted to mention them on the programme today great work that they did in restoring the bench uh, to the Boyne Valley activities Phil Linnett with Old Town. Just want to remind people about an event that's happening on Saturday. It's an evening of song in the Bohemian Centre in RD. A very special concert at uh, 8pm tomorrow night and it's all in aid of the NET Cancer Patient Support Network. It's been organised by Ruth Kelly Brady and uh, she's going to be sharing the stage with the Drada Male Voice Choir, also local vocals choir from RD as well. And uh, tickets are available €20 from Ruth or any of the 
the, the choral groups, the loud vocal core, uh, choir or the RD School of Music or on the door on the night as well. Also, Drogheda Dolls are having a free event at the Dolls House tomorrow. They're holding an Easter egg hunt plus a little market and the proceeds are going to the Deirdre Gogarty Legacy Committee. The event starts at 1pm at the Dolls House in Morality Street. want to say congratulations to Connor in Dundalk. You are getting our Omniplex tickets. It was, of course, Hugh Grant, our mystery voice. That is our lot on the show for today and for this week. Thank you so much to all the guests who joined me during the week and to you for your company. Have a great weekend and I'll chat to you again on Monday. The 11 to 1 show. 